Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Esther Hatch, and I'm here with Tracy Hunter Abramson, Sarah Meaden, and Sean Bessie. Um, a few weeks ago, Sarah led us in a discussion about the first steps that you need to take if you would like to become a published author. Um, we loved talking about that and realized that there's actually a huge amount of information out there about the publishing process and how to get your books out into the world. And so we wanted to continue the topic. And today we're going to be talking about when you get your book finished and polished and you are proud of it and you want to get it out into the world, how do you go about doing that? And for most of the time, that is through a submission process. And we're going to be talking about the different ways you can submit your book or publish your book. Um, so for the most part, when we talk about that, uh, there's three main pathways and some of these pathways are a little blurry. We're going to talk a little bit about that too, but we're going on a very simplified, basic um, concept here. So the three main ways people usually publish books are either with a large press or big five publishing houses, which is the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> a small press, which is what most, which we all do. We have the same small press which we love. And then also you can indie or self-publish. And I've heard indie authors say they prefer the term self-publishing and some say they prefer indie, so right. I will use them interchangeably. But um, we're going to talk about all three of those processes of just submitting and how you go about um, trying to get your book out into the world, which is an exciting step, step to be at. So we're going to start first with large press, which is, I think, sometimes a lot what people think of when they think of uh, publishing a novel and Sarah probably has the most experience knowing about this so I wanted to ask Sarah what exactly is large press and how do you go about submitting a book to a large press? When we're talking about large press we usually are referring to what's sometimes called the big five those are your, our New York based publishing houses they're big they're huge even people who don't publish have often heard of these houses we have Penguin Random House there's HarperCollins the big ones that you've heard of in each genre, they can have their own large presses, the ones that kind of dominate that genre. Um, a lot of times they're actually a subsidiary of these larger New York um, houses, but these are your, just what it says, large presses. They tend to put out a very large quantity. Uh, they tend to dominate the national market. Um, most of the really big books you hear about come through these houses. Um, they are a little bit different from smaller houses in that they are so big. They have a really large um, number of products coming out, so there's usually a larger staff. Um, in terms of how you like would submit a manuscript yeah. to them, that can be different from smaller um, houses in that with these bigger national publishing houses, you're going to ha have to have an agent. They don't accept what's called non-agented manuscripts, and that basically means someone who, an author who doesn't have an agent representing them. Now, this we said, but you know earlier, the, the the lines between them all can be a little bit grayed. Sometimes in your genre-specific um, publishing houses, some of those that are even though they're big, will sometimes look at a non-agented manuscript. But generally speaking, if you're wanting to to publish with a big national house, um, and we can. You know, probably another episode talk about why you might want that and why you might not. There's, yeah. It's so so complex. But if that's where you're going, you need to be agented, which means you need to get an agent. Um, and that, that will actually be your first step. And your agent then submits the manuscript to these various publishing houses. So if that's the direction you're thinking of going, your first step isn't going to be submitting to a publisher. Your first step is going to be querying and finding an agent. So an add-on question to that. And yeah. 
what would you say the time frame is for hearing back that you have been accepted? Your book is going to be like at a large house. At a large house, and I know this will vary. It will, yeah, vary significantly, but it can take quite a while. Um, I think sometimes there's a, a manuscript that's submitted that is just hot. You know, it's exactly what they're looking for. It's amazing. It was pitched super well, which the agent's the one who pitches it. Um, and you'll end up with houses that are so eager to get it that it goes really fast. It'll go to what's called auction. And that's yeah. um, hardly ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> but it's exciting. That I've heard be. it's exciting <laughs> when it does. Um, but it can take months and months yeah. and months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what your agent keeps track of is who has it who's yeah. interested where it's going and even to get an agent might take months and months so or years sometimes yes. so yeah this yeah. is definitely if you want to go national big five large press you're definitely talking marathon not a sprint yeah yeah thank you sarah that yeah. was, hopefully that was that helpful was great a that lot of information <laughs> so great so um and we're gonna bring this up at the end too but like if you have any questions we're on social media and we're always happy to answer them we're not going to be able to cover everything here right. but that was a great introduction so now we're going to talk about small presses which we all know a little bit more about because that is how we publish um Sometimes other ways too, but uh, that's how we know each other and work together <sighs> is with our small press. So um, I was wondering, let's just give a brief explanation of what a small press is. Sean, do you mind telling us all about that? Oh, I don't know if I can tell you all about <laughs> it. I can give you one line. How's that? I would say that um, a small press is a traditional publisher um, that does not require an agent when someone has a manuscript that they are interested in having this press look at. What do you think, Sarah? Is that about right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pretty good rule of thumb. You will yeah. come across some small presses, and they'll tend to be larger small presses, which yeah, right. is contradictory. The, yeah, the term might, small is really, it's really broad, because, because some small presses most people would look at as large presses. They're just yeah. not the They're top not the New York ones. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good way to differentiate it. Yeah. So that was definitely something that appealed to me when I was um, submitting is I, I didn't have to go through the extra process of getting an agent. So what are some of these? So that's one pro that we've kind of talked about with, with small press. What's a pro and maybe a con of submitting to a small press versus a large press? I think one of the things for the pro side of it is they'll take things that are a little more niche. It's like mm -hmm. when I was looking for where would my book, my first book, find a home, I was trying to find some place that would have similar moral standards to me. And Covenant was like the top of my list. So that's where I ended up querying. But, but on the flip side, a lot of times smaller presses, especially, you know, they may have li more limited marketing budget. So they might have a great, like for me, I got great marketing in my first book, but then they're going to spend... They're going to try to help you build your name, but then you may have to do more on your own as you get more established. So, and then there may be other authors that are like so established and they're doing great. So then they'll get more marketing budget. So it's going to be a little more hit and miss. And some are going to have some of the small, small ones have nothing. Yeah. So you're, you may have to really be, you have to think outside the box, yeah. regardless of how much, and it's probably true on the larger presses too. Some of Absolutely. them are, you don't get as much attention as what you might think you will. And I think especially because with the large presses, you, no matter who you are, you're a small fish in a humongous pond. So mm -hmm. right. I imagine yeah. authors' experiences with the very large presses can vary as well. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. I think for sure. I think for me, when I 
was, I look back at who I was when I was submitting and I just didn't know very much of this stuff, which is why I love that we're doing this episode. I think it's so interesting, but I was the same as Tracy in that like, I knew what type of book I had written and I knew what type of press would want it. But then I, I knew about Covenant and I knew about Desert Book and I, and I wanted to try and find others. And I looked as hard as I could to find others. And there weren't too many other places that would take my Regency romance that wasn't Christian fiction. And, and so it, it worked out great for me to go to this very specific niche um, press. I will say small press, I feel like, is one that you really have to do your homework on. I knew mm-hmm. Covenant. I knew their reputation. I knew what books they put out. I knew they had stores, actually, that they sell books in, which is such a unique thing for a press to have. It is. Um, so um, you definitely need to do your homework on small presses because I have friends who have done other small presses that you have to check and see if they've got the budget to market your book. So keep an eye on things like that as you're looking at small presses. And I think a great thing to just make sure everyone realizes if you're going traditional, you should never have to put money up front into the publishing. If a publisher asks you to fund part of the publishing, then that's not really a traditional yeah. publisher. And that's a big red flag. So right. just mm-hmm. as a heads up out there. Thank you. I, th- I think a lot of times they call that vanity pressing. Yes. yes. And we d- we're not covering that because... We're not talking about that one today. It's, yeah. It's not one that we want you to do. <laughs> right. Well, and I think the other thing too, like I think about Sean over here, where some of the smaller presses, you write so many different genres. And yeah. some of the bigger presses are going to pigeonhole you more than you. You've had a lot more experience that you might not have had otherwise. That's true. Yeah, working with a smaller press, you you come to know you come to know the people who are in the different areas of the publishing house, right. not just your editor. Um, and so it's at least for Covenant, who we all published for, it has very much a family feel. Um, and so we're able to um, we're able to bounce ideas off each other. And like you said, Tracy, we're not we're not pigeonholed quite so much because they're actually really good for, good to me. I will submit a manuscript and I'll be like, okay, well, we're jumping back 3,000 years on this one or <laughs> we're going for children on this one. And, and they just smile and accept it and work with me. It's yeah. kind of amazing. Yeah, they are great for getting books out for their authors, for sure. Like, whereas maybe some larger ones, you might only get one book out a year or every other year and some of you guys are putting out books twice a year more Mm -hmm. Sarah (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot (laughs) yeah there are some there's some fun things about a small press so if someone wanted to submit to a small press what is that process like well I think kind of what we've said before you don't necessarily have to have an agent um you can or you can't but outside of that I think it's very similar to the large press you have a manuscript ready you mm-hmm. send it in with a what you call a query letter and wait yeah. to hear. And, and most small presses will have a website where they will give you the submission guidelines. Yes. You know, they'll have specific um, what kind of font and, and how many pages and who you send right. it to and what kind of cover letter and information they yeah. need with it. And that's a lot the same for the large, but you first do it to an agent and then right. to your and then the agent would pitch it to the mm-hmm. presses. Whereas here you would just go straight to the press and submit that way. Right. So, um, so that's kind of a nice advantage is the time might get cut in half. Really, it depends on a lot of things. <laughs> on so many things. Like yeah. the process, I should say, gets cut in half. Right. But maybe not the time, but maybe. <laughs> but maybe. Right. So, um, 
Okay, the last publishing path we're going to talk a little bit about is indie or self-publishing. So some of us have done that, mm-hmm. and over the years, it's been at different times, and that industry has changed a lot over the last few years. So it's kind of interesting to look at that. Um, so what are some of the pros and cons of indie publishing? You don't actually have to submit. We've been talking a lot mm-hmm. about submitting, so I can't really say what are the pros and cons of submitting to them. Indie, you don't, you don't have a submission process, but what about publishing that way? What are, what are some of the things that you guys have seen in the industry? Well, I can say I actually started out self-publishing. Um, and like you said, we some people prefer self-publishing. Some prefer it be yeah. called indie. Um, it's kind of just personal preference. But that's where I started out, where once you've written your book and you feel like it's ready to go, then all the things the publisher would do from that point forward, you do yourself. You know, hire your own your own editors. You'd pay for your cover to be designed, all of that. So, um, yeah, all those things kind of fall on you. I, I do both, but I'm very interested to hear what... You know, yeah. what, how people feel, what's what's positive, what's negative about that approach. Yeah. So like you said, it, suddenly you are the publishing house, right? right? All these other ones, you don't have to submit because you are it. So it is, I've got one book out that is um, self-published or indie published, and it was a lot more work and it costs money. Yep. So when you were talking before, you, did, you should never pay for a publisher to publish your book, but you do have to pay for it if you are doing it. So, you know, you're paying for your editors now, you're paying for book covers and and those things really, really matter. So there's an upfront cost with indie publishing, which is probably one of the bigger cons. And um, also there's just more risk um, in general, risk that you'll even find an audience or not. But there are some great um, advantages with just, um, I mean, the biggest one is just that you get, because you're the publishing house, you get the publishing house's cut. So right. that's that's an advantage. I mean, Amazon always likes to take their cut, too. Well, yeah, because <laughs> retailers will take their cut regardless yes. because they're the retailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, for me, the first book I ever published was actually a cookbook. And because of some glitches in our agreement, um, we had originally had a sponsorship. It ended up being self-published. And this is before self-publishing was common. So yeah. I had to learn everything about the industry on my own, like literally like how to inventory, how to do pricing, how to do the marketing, like everything. But on the flip side, I learned so much about the publication process that I wouldn't trade those experiences for the world because right. I love knowing what our publisher is doing for us to, to, you know, when they're talking about their wholesalers, I know who those people are. I've already mm-hmm. had to deal with them. So it's, it's nice to understand and have that extra depth. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause that is like a whole different side of self-publishing that I I didn't get to see all of those things. Right. It's a lot easier nowadays. Right. Um, definitely. Amazon has made it. And there's other ways to publish besides Amazon that are right. probably more like that experience right. you had. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. So that was a lot of information. Thank you guys <laughs> for um, broaching this subject with me. Um, if you have, if our listeners have any questions, we are totally happy to answer them on social media. Um, come find us at Between the Lines on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, we will probably continue this publishing process series and get a little bit more into what else happens after your book is accepted and what that process is like. So we're excited for that. And um, thank you again and join us next time on Between the Lines. Mm-hmm.